All right, here we go. The next episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. I am the aforementioned Dirtbag Duke. Well, he did it. He did it. He accomplished it. Elon Musk buys Twitter. He bought the Twitter. And people are some people are losing their ever-loving minds over it. Claiming that they're going to leave Twitter, deleting their accounts. Others have rejoiced. They're happy because they're seeing their followers' account go up. They're following those following them, their account go up. And there's just seeing some already some initial changes. So be curious to see what happens with it going forward. It, only Mr. Musk or some of his close confidants know the true reason, the motivation for buying Twitter, in my opinion, though, because that's what this is about. This, this, uh, Podcast mostly is my opinion, so I'm going to lay that out there for everybody right now that, in my opinion, that he bought this because it's strictly a business decision, that he sees the potential. He said that he sees the potential there, and he has the opportunity for himself to make to make more money, and he is a you know ultimately then being a businessman several many think that he's a man in a white hat riding in to rescue the evil uh or rescue the maiden from the evil black hat and you know he's uh you know the bad guys and he's going to rescue Twitter and and free speech is going to avail. And there's that possibility for sure. But I think that was part of his plan, ultimately part of his plan to make more money with Twitter and make it more profitable. And as a, as a shareholder, I think that's great. I've got a few. And so I'm proud to say that, uh, you know, that I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do. He's going to make us some more money or not. So I'm curious. We're going to wait it out, see what, where the stock goes from here. And there's no doubt that he wants to make some changes to improve it, which means there's going to be, quote, unquote, more free speech, less um, shadow banning, and um, maybe hopefully limiting, I guess, some of the bots and those type of things. So... Uh, the definitely guys were cut out, but you can just see by people's reaction that that this was the goal of this uh, social media platform is to control and um, maybe alter what uh, the content that's out there that's that's presented there on on the platform. And I guess at some point there is no. Um, I guess any per se guidelines, there are, I guess, some loose guidelines, but there's, there's not necessarily any guidelines on what they can and cannot do as, as far as being ownership of that platform. Um, I think from an integrity standpoint, yeah, they need to be careful and that, um, that they don't 
eliminate things that are out there that are um, helpful to others, potentially helpful. Um, but I guess it's, that's their prerogative, I guess you could say, that whether or not that they want content to, certain content to be released out there, certain kind of things. Obviously, you know, they don't, they don't need to be hate speech or things that attack others um, personally um, and just spread hate and vitriol and um, whatever out there. I guess I could see that there for sure. But at the same point, then again, that's that's their prerogative as that business to kind of um, allow what they want to and not allow what they don't. Now, whether or not they choose to do that even-handedly, that's up to them, I guess, and it's up to the users whether or not they want to use the platform or not and produce content out there based on that. And those people that have left or, or are going to leave, you know, I guess, what does that matter to them? It's a free platform. You're not paying for it. Uh, so you're, it's free to, for you to use. So what, what harm do, do you accomplish by not staying with the platform? And in many cases, I guess, more than likely, people don't care whether or not you're on there because you're upset because Elon bought it. But again, this is just, a, I think it's a strictly a business decision for him. And he sees the opportunity to be very um, profitable. And I think, from my perspective, again, it's betting against him typically don't work out. Maybe short term, but not in the long term. He's proven that with Tesla. Look what it's done. I'm not saying I'm a big fanboy of it, that's for sure, but I have made some money on trading off that guy's stock. And it's funny that all the people that are upset are the ones that are probably driving Teslas today. So we'll see. We shall see what happens. Are these people going to start selling their Teslas now because they're upset about it? We'll see. Well, this is just a quick hitter today. That's all I've got. Quick, uh quick short episode hope you're doing well hope you're staying healthy stay safe out there will you and until uh, next time I guess which is Thursday with our uh, Friday Eve there edition weekly edition oh and before I close I guess just to throw in a little fishing stuff I guess just to kind of update just since I haven't had a, a full fishing Friday episode they have been out here recently. It's been tough. The weather conditions have been pretty uh, atrocious. Um, you know, not seeing uh, a lot of good conditions for fishing. It's been windy. Uh, you know, 30 to 40 mile an hour winds with 50 to 70 mile an hour gusts at times. And you're still fighting with some some bad storms that are coming through from time to time. And we had a lot of rain. So that really pushed the the ponds up and made it kind of interesting uh, from that perspective, which is great. I think that's been awesome to see them freshened up a little bit, um, but we're still seeing some cold water temperatures. So I've been out a couple of times and have had some success. I uh, was out uh, right after the, the big rain on Friday, went on Saturday and was throwing again, the, the lipless uh, crank that we've got there, the, the KVD uh, shad there we've got. 
and it's the the red color uh, shed with the black black stripes on it and, and we've used it in the past and have had some success with it uh, in the spring that's one of my favorite ones in the spring it's a laser eye shed actually they call it um, and it's it's been a, a good lure for me in this cold weather to, to kind of uh, you know str- uh, create some reaction bites and what I was finding the other day was that these were again d- definitely pre-spawn I uh, found a real nice female there that uh, you could tell that she was kind of in that pre-spawn stage. Uh, but, um, you know, the water was was muddy, uh, was super muddy. And uh, so there was really, you know, no clarity to it at all. So it was, you know, kind of uh, uh, more than just a cloudy thing. It was, it was that almost that chocolate milky kind of dark muddy color. And with some of the overcast skies that we're having, that was... Um, I think very uh, good opportunity to throw that shad, and so I was able to find um, three decent ones. the The biggest was that female, and she was about uh, just over a pound and a half. So, um, again, other than that, it's just been tough. Um, just haven't really been able to find any other bites. Um, struggling with that low water temperature, and then just the the climate has just not been conducive for fishing, and and so just trying to struggle and find something that works well. Um, in these ponds, especially where we're starting to see some of that slime and algae stuff kind of coming, coming alive again on the bottom, it really doesn't necessarily go away in the wintertime all the time. It's just not as prevalent on the top. And so it's, you still got to fight through it on the bottom. So it makes it tough, you know, when you're throwing a, a lipless crank or a square bill, um, you know, again, having to use the, uh, swim jigs or, um, uh, the pro model. I've been using that pro model. A swim jig uh, from Strike King, black and blue, and uh, also you know that's why we use a lot of the the chatter bait in the summertime and spring because of that. You know, it just doesn't get caught up as in much in the weeds and the grass and the garbage. So, you know, it's been that that challenge trying to find something that works. And and other than that, lipless crank, we really haven't. So we'll see. The the temperatures I think are going to consistently start to uh, increase. We're seeing more 60s. Um, and you know 60s for daytime highs but still seeing some 30s uh for the lows so just been that challenge and we'll see what happens at some point you know they're gonna that clock's gonna be ticking and they're gonna click over and and go into spawn mode and and then we'll you know try to start searching out some of the beds but in the meantime it's just still trying to figure out a way we can get some of that pre-spawn bites not aggressive bites you know they're very just um uh, quite the opposite so you really got to be um you know, sensitive to the, the touch there and when you're feeling it kind of um, get tapped. Uh, so, that, again, that tells me it's still kind of early on, um, but hopefully we'll see some in, improvements as the water uh, warms up. So, again, uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll have some more episodes for you soon on the fishing side of it. But uh, until then, I hope you're having better luck than I am and, and you're doing well.